Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bruiser Nation members of all ages, does everybody know what time it is? It's Bruise Cruise time! So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise. Oh, wait, wrong show. What's up, Logan? What's up, Travis? Thanks for having me do these pre-tapes so I could be somewhat part of the show. You know me, fatherly duties always come first. And while I talk about the responsibilities of being a father, it has come out that Adam Hangman Page will be taking paternity leave and that is why he will not be featured at all out in the championship matchup with Kenny Omega that we all expected, which is why they went with Christian Cage, who got an impact heavyweight championship shot on the very first episode of Rampage that we're going to talk about in a second. But the other big news from the weekend that was pro wrestling Ric Flair makes his appearance in Triple A, backing Andrade El Idolo in his attempt to get the Triple A Mega Heavyweight Championship off of off the waist of Kenny Omega. But even with the classicness of Ric Flair with the chops and the figure four to Conan, Kenny Omega still prevailed defeating Andrade Saturday night. Who's going to take that belt from Kenny Omega? That's a big question. We have a lot of questions about who's going to take what championships and what's going to be going on. There were a few good stories on Dynamite. Actually, a lot happened on Dynamite. Like early on, we had the announcement that Christian Cage would face Kenny Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship at All Out. But not only that, we were also informed that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, yes, Jurassic Express, will go against the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. And then, and then, it was also revealed that Christian Cage would be wrestling for the Impact heavyweight championship against Kenny Omega in the very first match on the very first night in the very first episode of AEW Rampage. Chris Jericho made it to the fifth labor of Jericho, defeating Wardlow, using the heel tactics of MJF, distracting the ref and hit Wardlow with Floyd. Jericho was completely dismantled. This commercial break hurt it so bad. He took like six power bombs, and three of them were in the picture-in-picture picture that really killed like the momentum of the matchup. They had to slow down. They had to do more stuff, but he took a whole lot of punishment from Wardlow, and he Wardlow enjoyed just dishing that out. But it led to Chris Jericho becoming victorious, ready to face MJF. The fifth labor of Jericho with no Judas, no theme music, 
no Judas effect. None of that is allowed or Jericho will lose. It's going to be fun to hear the crowd sing Judas as Chris Jericho walks to the ring because you know they're gonna. They were gonna before AEW asked them to. They're probably going to do it even more so now because more people are hip to it because AEW asked them to. And the last thing on their Twitter is where they ask them, which I mean, it's not as organic anymore but it was gonna like the second you heard that you were like yeah we're gonna sing anyway i say we like i'm gonna be there but i'm not but i'll probably do it from home that happens from time to time i mean once you do it at an aw event it's it's infectious and you have to keep doing it again even at home which some people might think is weird but it's fine what are you gonna do wrestling right Christian Cage and Kenny Omega won for the history books. Quite honestly, that was one hell of a matchup back and forth the whole way. But Christian always had that little bit extra that that veteran instinct to learn your opponent completely when you step in the ring with him for a big time matchup like this, he was ready for everything, absolutely everything. And not only did they tear the house down and start that show off well, the very first match on the very first episode of AEW Rampage, they tore the house down, set the tone for the rest of the evening and gave the fans something to be happy about early on with Christian Cage prevailing and swiping the Impact Championship from Kenny Omega with an umpertier on the chair, using the heel tactics against him, triumphantly getting the Impact Championship back for Impact. Scott Demore is thrilled and we'll see where this goes and who Christian meets next after Brian Myers for the Impact Heavyweight Championship or will Brian Myers defeat Christian Cage? You never know. This is pro wrestling and the second matchup of the evening after a couple of match promos. We had Miro take on Fuego Del Sol and my word... Did I have some one, two, three kid Razor Ramon vibes there for just a second? That tornado DDT of Fuego del Sol is pretty vicious. And he almost had Miro down for three, but to no avail, God's favorite champion twisted and broke Fuego del Sol like a pretzel. And when he was done, ripped the possible AEW contract in half. But what it wasn't all bad news for Fuego Del Sol because his best friend Sammy Guevara, after being handed a clipboard by Tony Khan at the ramp, walked to the ring and gave his best friend Fuego Del Sol an AEW contract. So yeah, he didn't win the TNT championship, but that man found himself a job and Fuego del Sol is all elite. What a moment. You don't get to see a lot of these in pro wrestling where true blue best friends get to do something this special. 
So hats off for this. It was the the second feel-good moment of the evening. And then you had Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Red Velvet for the AEW Women's Championship. And what um that was one hell of a match too. Red Velvet was very smart, gets better each and every week. And showed that she also studies her opponents, worked that arm better than anyone has since Dr. Britt Baker DMD broke it against Nyla Rose in a successful title defense. She really didn't have an answer for Red Velvet there for a while, especially when she couldn't put the lockjaw on. But she used her brain that was cultivated in dentistry school and just switched arms and locked Red Velvet in the lockjaw. And that was it. Red Velvet could not take any more. And the leader of Britsburg once again retains her AEW Women's Championship. And not only that, she was the de facto face in that match. They told a really good story. Let's see what happens now with the fandom of Dr. Britt Baker DMD because it continues to grow. We've all seen the greatness in her eyes from the moment she stepped onto AEW television. Will the Britsburg Britsburgians? Will their attitude towards Britt Baker leech across the country and we see another huge star made just from the just from the crowd like i mean they've been pushing her not not that she's not a big star but she might have to change her character back to face if this groundswell of support spreads SummerSlam predictions. This is going to be exciting. McIntyre versus Mahal in a grudge match that started over a sword. I'm going to go Jinder Mahal. Drew McIntyre has run roughshod over Jinder Mahal and his cronies. It's time for the heel to kind of get one up over Drew McIntyre and give Drew McIntyre another loss after losing that championship all those months ago. He still hasn't lost very much. Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship. I think this goes to Damian Priest. Sheamus is a great United States champion. One hell of a brawler. But it's time for them to follow through with what they started at WrestleMania. But Damian Priest, maybe not in a main event, but it was a big time matchup with a lot of media involved because of who was in the match. So it's time to go ahead and give him a championship and see what he can do. Edge, the rated R superstar versus Seth Rollins. This will be a clinic, one for the ages, I am quite sure. But I do think that Edge gets stomped and Seth Rollins walks away with the victory, triumphantly marching towards the winner of Roman Reigns and John Cena because there's a hell of a story coming the hell of a story that they can tell between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, and they might as well start telling it. 
the Usos versus the Mysterios for the Raw Tag or SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I think the Usos walk away with this one so we can get some more story with Damian and Ray. They can't fight each other if they win the Tag Team Championships. That's where we're going. You can see it in Damian's face. Yeah, he still respects his dad, but he's tired of him looking at him like a son. I think this is where they're going with this. Like, yeah, I'm your son. I'm a wrestler now. Stop it. And I think that's going to be the caveat behind this storyline that we're going to see Damien versus Rey Mysterio go one-on-one in a wrestling ring. And I think it starts at SummerSlam. Sasha Banks tries to regain her SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. I, Even though that this is Banks' wheelhouse being the heel, I still think Bianca Belair walks out the SmackDown Women's Championship showing that face comeback fire, but also going toe-to-toe with Sasha like she did at WrestleMania. We're going to get a hell of a rematch at SummerSlam, but Bianca Belair's reign is not over. Sasha's just one more step on that ladder. Nikki Ash versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. This one could really go anyway i mean honestly like nikki ash could pin charlotte but then what do you do with charlotte she's not in the world title picture anymore ripley could pin nikki ash but once again what are you going to do with charlotte i think the only thing that you can do with charlotte is she defeats nikki ash for the raw women's championship pinning nikki ash put Rhea ripley just below the main event picture and draw this Nikki Ash Charlotte thing out a little bit more. Let Nikki Ash chase again and see if she can't be a second time Raw Women's Championship. And we have Bobby Lashley versus Bill Goldberg for the WWE Championship. This is another one where I, I, I for sure think that Bobby Lashley is going to defeat Goldberg. Bobby Lashley's legacy is more important right now than Bill Goldberg's, especially with the turmoil that's going on with the money in the bank. And King Corbin is apparently money in the bank right now because he stole it from Big E. So there's too much going on. And if like Corbin tries to cash in at SummerSlam and he loses and the money in the bank is gone, the fans are going to freak out. So Big E's got to get that sorted. They got to get that back with Big E. It's not the time to take the title off Bobby Lashley. Let him continue building his legacy from this great title reign that he has had. And John Cena versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Throwing barbs at one another at, on SmackDown. Breaking the fourth roll. Reminding us of 10 years ago from ECW. No, yeah, it was. It was an ECW event. I think, I don't know. I forget. It was a long time ago. Both of them going cutting deep with the insults, but I think the head of the table walks away. The bloodline keeps all three championships. Roman Reigns will be the universal champion at the end of the night on SummerSlam, getting ready for the inevitable story between him and Seth Rollins. That one should be very interesting because Seth Rollins is on his own now. And Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has the people behind him. 
and a heel versus heel dynamic doesn't always work but when it's gonna be if it's the story's right and the story will be right from their history roman reigns versus seth rollins will be one for the ages that is what i'm really looking forward to from SummerSlam to see all of those stories kind of build they've been doing a lot better since they returned to live events Let's continue telling these great stories and see where they take us because that's what we love about pro wrestling. And I have one more question before I go. Does anybody remember the last time it was like, oh, half hour. That was great. Two dudes talking. It's been a while because they didn't script John Cena or Roman Reigns. Maybe we should try that more often. Just a thought. Just a thought. It's fine. Give them an outline. Say it all the time. Give them an outline. Let them get there themselves. Make it a little more organic. Logan, Travis, thanks for having me on on these few segments uh, pre-taped so I could take care of things that need to be done before school begins again in 2021. Until next time, Logan, Travis, my guys, Bruiser Nation, Buckle Brigade, stay good because I'm always good.